Right to Pedersen, who tries a bank pass for Besser. In with a shot, he scores! A moment's notice. Ed Armsley. To the line, Hughes scores! In this existence, take you to the sun. First career NHL goal, Quinn Hughes makes it 1 nothing. You're listening to Canucks Conversation. Quinn Hughes, the reporter here. Like, I don't, I won't cover the Canucks. Yeah. I cover Quinn Hughes and what he's doing to the Canucks. A member of the Nation Network of Podcasts and delivered by DoorDash. Just wave the guy and get Demko involved. I wanted them in at Valentine's Day. Wow. We should do a radio show together. <laughs> right on. I want to fist bump you right now. What Pearl steals, cutting in, shoots, scores! Don't waste all the good stuff on the off air. Let's go. Hello Canucks fans, welcome back to another episode of the Canucks Conversation, brought to you as always by the great folks over at Zephyr Epic. You can use promo code Hockey Season, capital H, capital S, all one word, Hockey Season, that will get you $5 off your order at ZephyrEpic.com. If you shop online, that's at Z-E-P-H-Y-R, Epic.com. If you shop at the retail location in Surrey, be sure to do that and you can still use the promo code Hockey you're going to have to start going out there because uh, I'm, I'm, I'm the only one who's gone out there before. You get to go out. And ex- have you ever been out there? No. Nope. It's awesome. Seen man. a lot of photos. I, I, one of the favorite things I've had on this show is working with Zephyr Epic. The people out there are just amazing. I love everyone out there. They're good folks. They yeah. are good oh. folks. Did you? The Young Guns are hot What'd for you me again? over the past week. What would you get? Vancouver Canucks rookie card of... It's actually not a Vancouver Canucks rookie card, but it's Teddy Bluger. I just noticed... Because I was a little late, so I was at the rink this morning doing morning skate shenanigans. I am crushing this week. This okay. final week here, or not final week, one more. But Let's start with Bluger. He's still wow. week to week, has not skated yet, uh, courtesy of Rick Talk. And I'll have more updates from practice with the quads at the rink segment, which is what we're going to start with today. But I just noticed you put Vasily Podkolzin in his hospital gown in the thumbnails, in the thumbnail of this video. Yep. I don't know about that. Why? I don't know. Just it, I just I just I know you I'll... had to sit there and crop that. Those thumbnails uh, with one thing with with you leaving, those thumbnails are going to change. They're going to look a little less cluttered. That's fine. I think they'll look worse. No no pod coles in the hospital gown. That's fine. I think it's fun doing the different players on there at the the things I spend some time on that every day. I think it looks good. I had a graphic design friend reach out to me and say they're too busy. And I said I don't know what that means, but I can guess what it means. It's called graphic design. It takes a long time. Graphic design is your passion. Uh, do you want to talk about Vasily Podkolzin and last night? Do you want to start there? Nope. Man. I see Abbotsford updates the second, second thing. thing it's, it's arguably the biggest thing. Do you really want to not start with Podkolzin? 
Sure. I mean, yeah. Because that's also at the rink. Ryan Johnson was at the rink this morning, and per Ian McIntyre of Sportsnet, so was Vasily Podkolzin. Mm. Uh, he was at the rink. Obviously, he lives in the area. We know that already. Um, spent the night in hospital last night after taking a... It was a clean hit. He just fell very awkwardly. I thought there might have been some can opener stuff in there. I don't know. Like The hit is clean. If Podkolzin doesn't land on his head... I don't know. That was very, like... It's the same thing as that Pedersen throwdown, right? Can, it's not you, though. It's do you not pick the same up a player thing. when you put your skate behind him and then throw them down. I don't know. That looked pretty bad. To I me. I don't know. I don't think it was. Yeah. I, okay. Yeah. You're right. If the, you weren't, to, if you didn't get a skate behind him and yes. just hit him and pushed him, sure. But when you pick up, you use the skate behind the guy, and you can't see my feet right now. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. I guess. But get to the third camera. Aaron. Uh, but then you, you throw him like that. I don't know. It just it puts up for a lot more of an opportunity for the head to be the first thing hit yes. the ice. It's a dirty hit. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Okay. Yeah. It, yeah. It, the first hit was clean. If he just the like finish was not. No. Yeah. And if he hit him and just like and then he happens to flip. Sure. But I think part of the flipping came from the leg behind him and just the way that he continued to follow through. I didn't like it. I didn't like the hit at all. Rumor has it the ice at the Abbotsford Center got hurt from that. But Pike Colson's fine. Yeah. I don't know how these men. Colson's so, a tough dude. We know so that. So let's talk the situation. There was obviously the hit. Yeah. Um, then the scariest part, and I'm very happy that no one posted this on uh, social media because I, mm-hmm. I, I was actually, you and I were playing a little Rocket League last night, uh, a little behind-the-scenes action. You and I play Rocket League uh, every, every night. night. Every night. So we were playing last night, and I'm watching the game just happen, and I'm like, oh, no. Because... Man, the camera, it was disgusting. Like, the camera zoomed in on him, and he was convulsing. But he, his, okay, okay. I mean, it was great. Credit it was to, bad. like, like just to just to clear the camera person in Abbotsford of all wrongdoing, mm-hmm. he had just zoomed in, and as soon as he zoomed in, it yeah, started I mean, with not, the convulsion know, slash I get, I get seizures, it. I, and it wasn't good. see him down in the corner, and yeah. then he just started shaking. I was like, oh, like, I, I just couldn't watch it. But I've got a bone to pick with those Abbotsford camera people anyways, and that's it's not because of that last night. It's the night before... When Vasily Podkolzin scores the overtime winner, what's going on there? The whole thing cuts off. I don't Just think a that black was their screen. Fault. Somebody's somebody's got to be like to blame for it. Tripped on a wire and oh no! Listen, we've done four hundred eighty-six episodes. <laughs> I've never sneezed and tripped on a wire on this show. Okay. No, once we get the foot camera, people can see. Well, we're not getting that good. Don't not the like chat the wants camera. it. The YouTube live chat wants yeah, it. Yeah, I'm gonna have to mute Cody. See, eleven again. more shows. This is eleven more shows. We should keep a tally in the crown corner here and just cross off I'm how many you have. <laughs> There's only seven more shows, actually. Oh yeah, eleven more days. Yeah. One. Quran wants a foot cam. We're not doing a foot cam, but if we did right now, I tell you what, some of my best socks I'm wearing right now, actually, my pizza socks. Your piggies looking good? No, they're in socks. <laughs> Um, but Silly Pod Colson uh, tweeted out a photo last, or he put it on his Instagram yeah. story. Let's see it here, because this was a, I know a lot of people in their replies to my tweet were just like, yeah, they were worried about him. They were able to go to bed. Of course, you were. So yeah. um, I tell you, these these Russian guys are just built a little bit different, man. Yeah, like, smiling I, in the hospital <laughs> bed. Oh, like, good, no worries. No, and like I've told you this about his time in the KHL, watching Silly Pod Colson. I've I've seen him get laid the hell out in the KHL and just like pop up and he's good, and then just like. I don't know. There's that meme of like I'm well, not gonna. I don't swear on the show, but it's just like I lived. You know which meme I'm talking about yes. of the dad and the. Do you <laughs> the remember very similar vibes in here. the KHL when he got blown up with a hit to the head yeah. and missed two, three, maybe four games, and the team was just like, "Oh yeah, it was just a minor concussion." Yeah, he got knocked out. It was and bad. Then was needed, and then they were trying to help him off the ice, and he like pushed the guys off and skated <laughs> off. Turns out he's got like a. a 
like minor ma- concussion mi- is what's well, whatever it was. Yeah, minor concussion. Yeah, because yeah, KHL still uses major and minor concussions on their like injury updates. Um, but man, um, just really happy to see that he was good. And uh, I know that uh, just to post an Instagram story like that, I- I'm glad he did that because it helped a lot of Canucks fans sleep a little bit easier because the it was a tough sight last night. And I can only imagine the people at the game as well. Like I'm looking at it, and I'm seeing kids in the corner there dealing with that. He was stretchered off the ice. Um, but apparently responsive on the stretcher on the way out. From and Ryan Johnson spent the night in the hospital with him last night. Or I don't know if he spent the night, but Good he was guy. there in the hospital with him. And this morning they saw each other, and I believe it was PJ that tweeted this part out, but uh, Ryan Johnson just said that Vasily was like, yeah, I feel great. And, and Talkett also said that in the scrum. He said, yeah, Talkett... Uh, Pod Colson said he feels great. These Russians, man. <laughs> get me back out there, coach. Yo, like, Scoring at a goal per game pace? I got to get back out there. Yeah. So, um, And he almost scored last night after a setup from Neil Zaman. Yeah, he looked good. As seen in the uh, the Farmies from yeah. Cody Sievertson. I mean, a tough way to finish that game. But that was one of the better game. Did you see the Archer Seelos assist last night, too? I did, yeah. Oh, my goodness. That's right. Your boy's back, quads. Who, Nikita Tolapilo? We are who? so back. You know, to, exactly. Tolapilo's old news again because Archer Seelos had an assist last night. <laughs> oh, um, but, I mean, good. I mean, good. Like I said, the the way they're playing, good stuff, and, and really good news out of the city of Abbotsford, I guess the, the Abbotsford Hospital or wherever it was at uh, Vasily. Put an Instagram story. I just tell you, the I lived meme from Vasily Pod Colson last night. What a, what a dude. You actually stole my generous guy. No. Yeah. Well, you didn't steal it, didn't but steal you brought it, you, it up. You told me I you was so ready. No, I was I was ready. I knew we have our Crown Royal segment, Generous Guy on Thursdays. Good folks over at Crown Royal. And my generous guy was going to be Arthur Seelov. So with with that That's not my guy. Well, it's my guy. Okay. With that, do you have a generous guy prepared? Yeah, I got okay, it. It's, all in the, it's in the outline. Generosity lives in the small things. It doesn't need oh, money man. or an audience or gotta, even acknowledgement. When it I just leave needs... this show, Whatever. it's going to be absolute madness. You're things on the are going to run so much the, smoother. The last, yeah, because you guys are going to go from the you guys are going to go from the third thing in the outline to the seventh thing in the outline. And when are we going to get to the first? But thing here's in the, the thing: I get to make the outline now. Uh, yeah, you know what? And hey, I'm done. I made the outline <laughs> yesterday, and it was good. It was yeah, good. Fair enough. Generosity just you needs a fun. few good people like Archer Seelovs. Crown Royal, Crown everything. Who's your generous guy today? I already said mine. Archer Seelovs. Who's yours? From the assist last night, that's what you're talking about? Yeah. You got a Discord know. thing on? No, I don't, I'm not on. That's not me. Maybe I do. I don't know. I'll turn it down. That's the already Seelovs part. That's the wrong button. How is that the wrong button? Oh, I no, just brought not. him up. Okay, fair enough. My uh, generous guy is... Um, I like to hear this drop. Calling it an arty party when you're in that. I like that. One thing that Archer Seelovs has liked is Surrey born Archie Baines in front of him. Mm-hmm. He's got one goal and four assists over the past week. You know where Archie Baines sits in AHL scoring right now, Quads? No. Second in AHL scoring, Archie Baines right now. So, yeah, I I've been hyping up this dude for a long time. Right? Starting to show up. He's second in AHL scoring. Who's tied with him for second in AHL scoring quads? Someone I know. Someone you know. Someone everybody on this show knows pretty well. Zach McEwen. No. Somebody on the sh- somebody who was on this show and everybody knows him pretty well. Jack Rathbone. No. But earlier in the week, this show, he was on here with us. He's He was a Christian guest. Christian Willan. Thank you. Christian Willan. Uh, he's also tied uh, with R.C. Baines for second, second in AHL scoring. Uh, so I'm going with my generous guy as Arshdeep Baines. We're going to have a little bit of crown on the final show. 
Not we're not. I wanted to crack I know, into the you crown have crown today. Every day. We're not. We're not like the oily boys in here, where it's just they need to drink crown every single show. We're gonna have. It oh, as I forgot a, to say, technical producer is Aaron Murdado. The Oilers oh, still have one yeah, win on the season. Aaron's been mentioned enough already in the show before the chat. Uh, before Oilers the in action going. tonight. Uh, score predictions. Let's go uh, for all of us. Score predictions of the Oilers game this evening against the New York Rangers. I'm gonna say six to three for the Rangers. Oh, here's sad Aaron. Oh yeah, you got to turn him up because I. You fucking oh. <laughs> are you? Uh, is, is, actually, I, that's a good question. Are you guys going to swear when I leave? Because no, I've been the so. one keeping it. No, I don't think I'm so. the one keeping it. No swearing. No, I'm constantly cursing behind back here when quads is flipping. Put a warning. I didn't mean to drop that one. That's one that we don't we don't usually slip up. Okay, uh, your score prediction for you know, tonight. Four. We got a lot of them flooding into the chat. Karan says they'll lose eight to three. Antagonist says five two Rangers. And then there's some guy in here by the name of Liam Horobin who says he's four right to here one. in front of me, baby. <laughs> four to one, Oilers. Igor gets exposed. Everybody else is saying <laughs> we got five two Rangers, six two Rangers. What do you got, Aaron? I'm gonna go with four to two Oilers. I am very worried about Igor Shosturkin, but I believe he has a good game, a bad game, a good game, and a bad game. Hmm. So I'm I'm hoping for a good. For, I'm hoping for a bad game tonight. I'm but like- confidence. It's not too high over here in Oilers Nation. I think uh, Shesterkin's going to get a shutout. It's going to be 4 four nothing. I got another ad read here. What are you talking about? Delusion lives in the small things. <laughs> Anyways. Yeah, okay. se- seven ad reads on the show. Good luck no, uh, no, sneaking I'm just them all around. in today. Um, okay, so at the rink. I want to quickly go over yeah, this. We should Let's start doing here. this with Canucks games because like, look at the chat blowing up. with uh, with like We should do this every Canucks game if we want to get the chat going. Like, What do you think the yeah. score is going to be? Well, I mean, we've got yeah. our our uh, new light the lamp contest. Yeah, that's different though. Be doing that on Friday. Okay, do you want to uh, talk about yes, the I first do. thing in this? Where do you want to go here? The seventh, the fifth no, thing on the outline, or what? Dude, I'm having fun now. You should be trying to have fun too. I'm trying to have fun, but it's like all this work I do before the show. It's, it, I know it gets thrown out the window about thirty seconds into every show, and I know I only got seven left. But it would be like you know, t- how about tomorrow's show? You read the damn outline. And we go by oh, in, I get, in I order. Get here, I, I get have, here. I got, You're like laying on the couch. I've been at the rink all morning. Yeah, I'm laying on the couch. I spent three hours building an outline. How does this take you three hours? I prepped the show in 20 minutes yesterday. That's, I know that. You know what? You're you going to start asking some tough questions. On. You're going to be doing it from now on. You've seen The Office, right? Yeah. You know when uh, you know when he, the, the person quits and he's like, no, I'm firing you. That's what's going to happen. Mm, okay. Yeah. Have fun with that. <laughs> Okay. Uh, okay. So back at the rink today. Let's yeah. get the lines here, Aaron. There. Yep. It was at the rink. Brendan Bachelor tweeted out the lines today. No changes. Uh, there was no real surprises there. Jack said Nika was rotating in with uh, Noah Juleson as the fourth defense pairing rather than up front with the forwards. So you as catching, we expected, you were catching some flack on Twitter for saying it that was he hilarious was playing though right because a lot of people were like, "How did you have to explain this?" Because I made a joke. I said Stadnika's on right defense with eye emojis. And people were like, oh, he's just an extra. He's not actually going to play right D. Really? Oh, I thought the Canucks were going to roll with four defense pairings and dress too many skaters. That's what I thought, mm. you morons. Anyways, he was an extra. Uh, skated with Noah Juleson. So the joke there is that, yeah, they're getting a little desperate. Yeah, it would have made defenseman. sense to me. I would have played Sudnik as a left shot defenseman. He actually he actually did both, but more on the hey, right side. He, so he can do it all. Until you arrive tomorrow. Chris Faber, new right-handed defenseman for the Vancouver Canucks. Yep. Um, until you arrive tomorrow, uh, Stadnika is going to be in that spot. Um, so I take away from this lineup a little bit. Hey, Nils Hugliner's still in there. 
Good yep. to see, obviously, with uh, unless you know they wanted to play some lefty or whatever it may be. Uh, I think he belongs back in the lineup. I'm glad he's going to get another run, and I think it's good for Niels Huglander. It, it was great to see him score the other day, too. That was huge, right? That, mm-hmm. That's going to earn him that little bit of extra time into the lineup and uh, a lot of good stuff from him throughout the game. I tell you, he, he's going to be... Like, I think the, the interesting thing about this Canucks lineup was watching it over the past couple of years and looking and thinking, man... With a coach like Rick Tockett, you could maybe see the best out of a few guys. And JT Miller Absolutely. is like the first name that comes to mind. Vasily Podkolzin is another name that comes to mind. And then you look at Niels Huglander, you think, man, when he's on his game, he's he talks about it, right? He likes playing like a little chippy, right? He likes kind of pissing people off the way he plays. And that's the type of thing that Rick Tockett loves. And I think that's a certain thing that, that Tockett's going to try and like feed to Niels Huglander. Like piss people off, do your thing. And then have that skill in the back pocket. I like it. I, I hope Neil Suglander doesn't come out of the lineup anytime soon. I really like what he's been doing uh, for this Canucks team. But, hey, we'll see what's up with Teddy Bluger. What was the update today? Uh, week to week, might skate tomorrow. Talkett doesn't really know exactly when he's going to skate, but he does think it's going to be very soon. Uh, just to wrap up was the Bluger road trip. A bone bruise? Was that what it was? Originally. Oh. And lower body week to week, right? Okay. It's hockey. So. Yeah, lower body. Anyways. Um, and Lisa says no more fighting. Yeah, we only got seven shows left. Yeah, no so more fighting. Get in line. Yeah. <laughs> we can't keep pointing fingers. You are a problem. Yeah. <laughs> but we know who the problem is. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> okay, so I caught up with Elias Pettersson, had a little one-on-one chat with him today. Um, we talked about his 5,000-calorie diet. I'm saving that first story that I'm going to be writing for Canucks. You Army. could ask me about the same story. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. You want you want another quote for this thing? <laughs> I caught up with another man who eats five thousand calories a day. <laughs> Jesus. Okay. Oh, where do I even go? Oh Sorry. man. No, it's okay. It's okay. I like having fun with you. Um. <laughs> yeah, you caught up with better cinema. Corey Shuchuk in the YouTube live chat said, Crown sponsorship, swearing, mispronunciations. <laughs> the new co-host is definitely Dollywall. Uh. Anyways, talked with Elias Patterson today. We talked about the stuff about the 5,000 calories, his diet, all that sort of stuff. We talked about that. Um, one thing we talked about, and Talkit spoke about this as well, was going into the season, how this team, really starting with Talkit, was saying, yes, we need to have a good start, mm-hmm. but we can't be putting pressure on ourselves before even playing a game to have a good start. And we can't look... At the future, because yes, there is a lot of pressure. The way you started last year, killing your playoff chances before the season even really got off to a start, right? Like, they, they, they didn't have a win through seven games last year. Oh, it was tough times. That's man. crazy. I'd love to go back and watch one of our shows from then. It was sad. Oh. It was sad. It was, yeah, it's basically it's just me almost crying again, like <laughs> last night. Just the whole seven episodes. Anyway. <laughs> Uh, hello, fans. We have a- <laughs> We're back for another episode. <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of Canucks Conversation. Anyways, yeah, the chain, I mean, and you talked about the hot start with Patterson a little bit, but it's because he's been eating 5,000 calories. Yeah. Yeah. That's why you're off to such a hot start today. Mm-hmm. Anyways, um, so what he said was that they have that mindset and it started with Talk It, and yes, they went on that road trip. And I, you know, the way I framed the question to Petey was just like, Hey, you guys did it. Like, you had the good start to the season that we we talked about more at the end of last year 
Going into this year, they didn't want to talk about it as much. They talked about, you know, living day-to-day, if you will. Well, there was a um, lot of talk about the start, I think. From us, but sure. the players no, I think said, we, need to, we know we need to do it. But a lot of the players that you talked to, especially in the leadership group, spoke about, hey, we can't be putting pressure on ourselves to win these first seven games No, I think or you're wrong, man. Think about how much they talked about wanting to get here early and, like, that get full. Okay, that's what I'm saying. Season. Once we started talking to them in preseason and training camp, though, okay. they kept saying, yes, we know we need to get off to the start, but we can't be putting that added pressure on ourselves. Okay, that was okay. What was Talkett was saying the most, and he was relaying that to the group, obviously. And Petey said that's got to be our mindset all year because it was, yeah, it was great that we got off to this start. It's great that we're in this spot now, but we can't take our foot off the gas now and say, hey, look, we, we had the good start that we wanted. There's no, there's no time to look back and say, hey, this was great. We did it. We got off to the start that we wanted. We got here early and we got off to the start. Look how great this was. They're playing good hockey right now. Everybody in the league knows that. They need to keep it going with that same day-to-day mindset. And that was something that Petey spoke about uh, a little bit more today. Talkit spoke more about reflecting on it. Again, this is all in the scenes from Morning Skate that's up now at Canucks Army. But, yeah, I uh, it, it was interesting to kind of get their perspectives it's a on different, this. It's a business-type feeling, right? And I think that's what good teams have. Like, good teams do simply just know that what they have to do to accomplish the things that they want to accomplish. And I think that's something you're seeing from this Canucks team, at least up to this point in the season, because, man, it felt like a, a week ago we are thinking, man, imagine if they could turn it around this road trip and go 4-2-0. and Well, yeah. they did. Yeah. Like, they did. They're playing good hockey. They're doing everything the right way. And when you're like that, maybe it is more of, like, a, being like a machine-type mentality for a team of, like, okay – Let's just keep repeating this, keep building what they want to do with the structure of this team. And now that you've seen some winning from it, it's it's even easier to do, right? Like once yeah. you actually have some wins from all of this effort that you're doing or not necessarily even like more effort, because listen, they, last year they were trying, right? Like they were trying really hard. They were going out there and playing hockey to their most like, you know, they were giving it 100%, but this year it feels like they're giving 100% to the right things, whether it's, you know, more time in the video room or different ways of defending or how you're doing a forecheck or just fitting into the new structure of the team. The things that they're doing this year are working, and now that you have some wins behind it, like, you have to like the way that this is going for the Vancouver Canucks, and yeah, man, it's just... I don't know. I just I hope that this is a season where things start to turn around. It's like Botch said, man. Like, you know, like, is this the year where things start to go the other way? Like, it, it would be pretty amazing. And, I mean, we're off to a great start watching what this team is doing. We're having a lot of fun here on this show. But it's going to be a big weekend as well. Like, the, now these these games, they have some importance again. And that's a really cool thing for, for us covering the team. And I think for everyone here in the chat or listening to this on the podcast, these games kind of mean something. Like, you win this game. The Canucks are five and two, right? It's like before, like like you said, it's like oh, you know, game seven of the year. Well, if they lose this, they're oh five and two. Who cares? Now it's like no, you win a game here. You're talking about a five and two team. Like hell yeah, the Canucks are rolling. They're going to have back to backs this weekend. By the way, we should mention this uh, because it is the team that we cover. Um, the St. Louis Blues are here on Friday. Yeah. The New York Rangers are here on Saturday. The first back to back of the season for the Vancouver Canucks. The Blues. I wonder, did, did was there any hint at the goaltender for tomorrow? Because the Blues are the worst team right now, uh, early on in the season. Yeah. What's that guy's name? I wanted to call him Vili Huso. It's Hofer tonight. No, you know, you know, no yeah. I'm talking about the Canucks. No no hints towards tomorrow. Or how no, we don't know play. yet. Uh, I've noticed Tonkin's tonight... pretty willing to like lay out the plan a little bit, it feels like. I'm surprised nobody asked him about that then. Uh, Blues are 2-2-1. Two, two, and one. Uh, and they're going to be on the second of back-to-backs. As you just mentioned, they're playing tonight in Calgary, right? So you're getting them on the second of back-to-backs. It'll be the first of back-to-backs for the Canucks. So 
tomorrow's game feels like, uh, to me anyways, and we'll see what the coach ends up going with, but tomorrow kind of screams Casey DeSmith to me. Right Then you get the big Saturday night against the Rangers, hockey night in Canada, you're wrapping up the night. That feels like a Thatcher Demko night. Do you think that's the way they're going to go? I agree with you. Um, Rangers are off to a pretty hot start. 4-2-0. and 4-2-0 to start the season. Um, I think that is who you go with. Now, do you get Jonathan Quick in that game? But that's the other question. Do you want to get yourself... I don't want to say like get yourself the easy two points, because if you go with Demko and he plays well... That's great, but if you go with DeSmith and he plays well, you're probably getting the two points against yeah. the, the Blues on their back. So, I, yeah, I'd personally go with, like, let's give Demko the Saturday night. Like, that feels like a, the way, but uh, either way, like, I guess the way the Canucks goaltenders are playing, you're kind of feeling good about both, really, at this point. Mm-hmm, absolutely, and I, I don't think you can really go wrong with a Canucks goaltender right mm-hmm. now, and that's a good feeling for these guys to have. Uh, so you got two teams coming in here. you got the Blues, you got the Rangers. Who's the player you're most excited to watch from the opposing two teams? Uh, with the Blues? I don't know. I'd Just like from to both. See... Is there one? There's one player that sticks out to me, Artemi Well, Panarin, Artemi right? Panarin, I mean, Panarin, yeah. <laughs> I love watching him play. <clears throat> one of my favorites in the in the NHL video games to play with. Yeah, he's so silky. Yeah, he's good. He's good. I like that little content the Canucks did where uh, the players guessed their ratings, or guessed... Um, which player was being discussed oh, when yeah, it was yeah. their ratings. That was cool. I really loved Dakota Joshua's reaction to... <laughs> to his slap to, shot? They're like, slapper, and then I think it was another teammate was like, I've never seen him take a slap Dude, shot. I've been to a lot of practices. I don't think I've ever seen <laughs> Dakota Joshua take a slap shot either, so that was kind of funny. That I hope they do we more We know of those how things, the ratings man. work. Yeah, I know. You're a big guy? Well, you must have a good slapper. Yeah, exactly. I'm sure Myers has a really good one. Too. Oh, but Myers, Myers yeah. does have, Myers like, does does, have a good slapper. You be careful. Going, yeah, I know for sure. Um, so, yeah, we talked about Neil's hug line remaining on the fourth line a little bit. But Panarin, he's up to eight points in six games. Try, trying to chase down Petey for those uh, those points here. Uh, but Pedersen's off to a great So Do you have any other takeaways from it before we get to the um, the community and fan engagement nights here real quick? Was there anything else from the Pedersen conversation that you could share? Um, Are you working on no, something? No, I'm working on something. But okay. Scenes from Morning Skate's out now. As soon as you're done listening to the show, watching mm. the show, go read it. It was a good one. It was a good Scenes from Practice. Right. Uh, a couple. Let's get to a couple comments here. Uh, Corey says, I disagree. Favor, talking to me. Put Demmer out there and get the two points on Friday. Like, I, I get where you're coming from there. I just... I guess, like, if you were if you were for sure that you're going to get a better night out of Demko than DeSmith, and, and I just can't I, you can't say that with 100 percent because DeSmith's been good. I think that's the thing. Like, I think DeSmith would be fine, but I guess with the days off, do you want to go back to your starter? Like, you can make the argument that way as well. In the end, they're both goalies. I don't care. Like, if you put one of them out there; they're both going to be fine. If, if it's, unless it's Nikita Tolapilo, he's got. Well, you watch him this year, quads. <laughs> Dave Hall wrote something I about hope, him. I hope you guys talk about Tolapilo every week on the show when I'm gone. You don't think we will? You don't think we'll talk about the goaltender that's burst onto the scene and is playing fantastic in Abbotsford? Every week I want uh, Tolapilo clips. I, I, I will make sure that happens. Yeah, that's what I'd like to see. <laughs> okay, uh, let's move on. Do you want to get to the Abbotsford update? No, 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 no. The Canucks have an announcement. They've announced the community and fan engagement sure. nights. Yeah, okay. Let's get this, uh, let's get this up here because I don't have the list in front of me. Oh, Aaron, you the, you know I got bad eyes, Aaron. Do you want uh, me to read it? Yeah, you got you're young and and stuff. This is what I yeah. This is what I'm leaving. You turned thirty. I, I'm and going your to see an optometrist. You. Yeah, I think you just need some readers. Is what you need. Yeah, here we go. Let's, yeah. Oh, uh, I got it now. Diwali night. Diwali nights, November fifteenth against the Islanders. They got uh, autism acceptance on November twentieth. Hockey fights cancer. Uh, First Nations celebration. The Armed Forces night. Roberto Luongo Ring of Honor night. The holiday season celebration is at the bottom. I can barely see it. Holiday season celebration, Pride Night, and the Lunar New Year. 
What you know, the hell did my I favorite, just My favorite jersey is the Lunar New Year. You have jerseys. the lo- Lunar New Year of the Year of the Rat with Louis Erickson. It's a it's a one-of-a-kind jersey. It's a very nice jersey. <laughs> I, I'm sure they did not sell many. Yeah, I think so, yeah. <laughs> okay. Yes. If so, I had it on my big screen, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Corey. If I had it on my big screen, I could see it. But I got my little laptop screen in front of me. Anyways. Okay. Which Abbotsford. is like also like 21-inch laptop. It's massive. So I should be able to read that. Let's get to Abbotsford. But first, I just want another look at the Western Conference standings. If we could get those, Aaron. Yeah, we got them up here. I I, I feel I think it's so funny that we make Aaron do this. Aaron, bring it up. There we go. Western Conference standings. Oh, gosh. Geez. Don't see the Oilers in there. Canucks, sole possession of the second. <laughs> that <laughs> didn't last for long. Second in the Pacific Division. Um, okay. We already touched on the Abbotsford update. Most yeah. of the stuff there. Um Hey, Atu Ratu with a pair of assists yeah, last mm-hmm. night as well. I didn't mention that. I uh, had a nice little play where he picked off a pass. And the thing, and you can check this out. I tweeted it out. Um, the thing I liked about that play was that's very good neutral zone defending. Not necessarily neutral zone defending, but I guess part of a forecheck. Like a two-man forecheck where the wingers are deep and your center is kind of the high guy at the blue line, kind of looking for the first breakout pass in the middle, which is normally covering one of the first wingers breaking up at the center part of the ice. Atu Ratu is right there to pick off a pass. And listen, it's a bad pass, I guess, in the end. But he's in the right spot as what quads as a center and that's the create like people are mad that Atu Ratu is playing on the fourth line in Abbotsford he's playing on a line with two guys who have been centers their whole career but they're using Atu Ratu as the center which I think is more important than him playing in the top six I would rather see Atu Ratu develop as a center than develop anywhere else in the lineup so at least he's developing as a center that's a good thing that he's in Abbotsford so that's my argument against people saying he should be up maybe he'll be up the lineup sooner or later but he's playing in a defensive role, penalty killing. And I, when I talked to that's going to be the friend. role he plays in the NHL. And that's what we talked about with Christian Willandon. Yep. And last uh, last week when I talked to, to Atu, Atu, uh, I was talking to him last week out there. That's how you say it. I've been, I'm not. I, I, I didn't say anything. I've been. Ta- I sit next to Tommy, and everyone else calls oh boy, him. To- everyone else calls him Tommy. His name is Tommy, and I sit next to him in the press box. Uh, and Atu, he's uh, he was saying like. Because he was a player who was always used in power plays, the same thing kind of Patterson talked about a couple of years ago. You remember this? Like saying that when you're on the power play for so much of your young career, making a transition to penalty killing is kind of interesting and kind of fun because you're trying to think like a power player. Power play player. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. Uh, and I think, yeah, if Ratu stays a center, I see RD in the chat here. Uh, Ratu has to be a center. Yeah, he absolutely has to. And uh, Hachi- Hachiroku says, uh, how many minutes does Ratu play, though? Yeah, I mean... The thing that's interesting about this, too, it's not like, you know when you watch a, a hockey game, you're like, geez, that, that is for sure the fourth line. They're not playing much. Like, I don't think that's what this this line's actually being deployed as. And it's something that Carlton's even said on the show. Like, it's not all about what you see on the Twitter first. Like, you watch the games, I don't think that Ratu's, like, not playing a lot. Is he playing the top line minutes? No. That's, like, you know, that's the Sheldon Dries, um, Tristan Nielsen for a while there in Vasily Pod Coles line. But Nielsen's out now. Pod Colson's probably going to be out for a little bit. They were playing the most. But it's not like the Ratu line was slop, like slacking far behind. And they were getting a ton of penalty killing, that whole line. John Stevens has been really good on the penalty kill this year. So, John uh, Stevens is not a fourth liner. That's the quote we had. He's not a fourth liner. No, he's not a Neither fourth Neither is liner. Chase Wooters. No, so good stuff in Abbotsford last night. And uh, really good stuff to hear from, from, um, from, or at least see Vasily Podkoles and uh, doing yeah. better. Because that was a, man. That was very difficult to watch. It's a hard, you know, it's a hard sport. And uh, I saw someone in my reply was like, yeah, you forget sometimes. Like, ice is hard. Mm-hmm. And it is. Ice is hard. Um, let's get to our poll question here because we got about uh, – or before we get to the poll question, I got something to say here because we got a good good little thing coming up here. The BC Lions quads. The BC Lions, 
bring the noise, fill the dome. Okay, the BC Lions are back in the playoffs and hosting the Calgary Stampeders. Who's going to be their quads on November 4th? This guy. I'm looking for a jersey still, Lions. We'll talk. Uh, kickoffs at 3.30 on Saturday, November 4th. Vernon Adams, quarterback. You ever heard of him? I have. Well, you should because he's most outstanding player considerations. And CFL playoffs is where moments are made. Major moments, quads, and memories. Okay. All that kind of stuff. It's good stuff. So here's the deal. Bring the noise. Fill the dome. They're doing great stuff over there at the Lions, right? You know this. Uh, all the new ownership and everything. Every, everything's going great with uh, the Lions. I, I've been to this. Uh, it's a good atmosphere. It's a playoff, good one. But I, I <laughs> you know, maybe I should. No, I'm going to say it. I got to be careful at these Lions games. You know what? I go to the Lions games. I have too much fun. And uh, and then I end up at the casino all the time, and I gotta st- I gotta draw the line somewhere. But I have a blast at those Lions games. You know I do that, uh, and you've been to a couple as well this year, right? You went to the home opener as yes. well. Yes, yep. You came up here for a couple hoping of to get to the playoffs. Before. Like you know what? Here's the thing. Here's here's it's, the little uh, cheat well, code. Saturday, November fourth. Here's the little cheat code. You sit in the upper bowl, yeah. Or even if you're in the lower bowl, go up to the upper bowl mm. because they have all the vendors open, but there's no lineups because yeah. the upper bowl isn't full. You can pull the chain out there if you want. No, you. It's okay. Okay, I'll wear the chain next. Okay. Uh, next, next time, time. we we'll talk about, but. Uh, Got anything shout else? Shout out to them. Nice little deal. Affordable nice little... prices, too. Are you kidding me? Come on. You, they're basically paying you to get in there. That's the thing. And the, you know what they got there at uh, BC Place? Those um, those cups. I've talked about them on the show in the past. Those super cold cups. Again, good luck. Good luck when I'm gone because you're going to be doing that. What are you gonna be, we're not going to be talking going about on super here? cold cups. People want the Burt Cam. People are asking for a Burt Cam. Oh, more and more. oh, is he out the window there? No, look he's, at him. Uh, he's on the couch. Yeah, he's looking out the window. Yeah, of course he is. He's a dog. Oh, he saw something. Okay, so sometimes he sees birds outside and he goes nuts. I think that might be what's going oh, on. Oh, some birds out there. Can't see if he's. We can't hear if he's barking. All I right. don't think he is. Speaking of good folks uh, from the BC Lions to the great folks at Atlas Goods. Oh, Atlas yeah. GDI. Are you ready to enhance your future in tech? Then it's time to make your move to the UK. The nation that has more tech unicorns than France, Germany, and Sweden combined. The nation that was third in the world to have a $1 trillion tech sector valuation. The nation where great talent comes together. Visit gov.uk forward slash great talent to see how you can work, live, and move to the UK. Atlas Goods is the sponsor of our poll question. As always, go to atlasgds.com. Use promo code CC15 for 15% off your first order of pop rinds. Low-carb, high-protein, fresh pork rinds straight out of your microwave or air fryer. Shop local, locally owned and operated out of Surrey, British Columbia at atlasgds.com. Our poll question today, how do you watch the World Junior Championships? I watch all of Vancouver's prospects. I watch all of Canada's games. I watch it all. And as always, I'm angry slash I watch none. I went with Vancouver's prospects. I haven't been interested in a while in watching Canada's prospects. Like I watched some of Bedard last year, but that was just to see Bedard. So I watched some of Canada's games. Like, I don't know who is going to be on the team this year. It just used to be a really big deal when I was younger, and um, it, we would, you know, we take a shot every time Canada scored. So you'd watch them play, uh, you know, 
When you were younger, you were taking shots. Yeah, I was taking shots when I was younger. I don't do that anymore, though. Um, but now I'm all now. I just I'd rather watch the Canucks prospects. I guess I care more about the Vancouver Canucks than I than the, and their prospects than I do about Hockey Canada. And I think Hockey Canada's kind of done this to themselves in a lot of the ways as well, um, the way they they've operated. So I'm, I guess, yeah. I think I'm going with the Canucks prospects as well. Uh, but I'm going to watch it all probably, like uh, at least most of it. I, I just I think it's a very helpful viewing experience for someone who likes covering the draft as well so i like it mm-hmm. and prospects for the draft i like just seeing the Canucks prospects like especially sweden like i'm rooting for sweden this year for sure mm-hmm. i want sweden to go get go get the gold yeah sweden's games uh this year coming up here the schedule for them canada's games their first game of the world junior tournament i can guarantee you you're not going to be up for it Five thirty in the morning their first game Here's the thing. Actually, no, I'm not going to say it. And then 10.30, 10.30, 10.30 for Canada. Sweden's schedule. So this is for Canucks fans to watch. Yeah. Uh, you got 10.30, 10.30, 10.30, and 5.30. That's all Pacific time. So that's just a little schedule for you there. Nice, uh, and the 5.30 game, 5.30 a.m. for Sweden, that's the uh, that's New Year's Eve. So if you're going to make it to midnight and you're going to celebrate in the New Year, you might be missing that one too. Or you're taking a nap during the day. People don't People don't take naps enough. No, they don't. No. No. I think it's easy to as well. Quran says uh, this is getting anyone else because we're going to get to that in a second here. You anything else you want to get to the World Juniors? No. It was a real last minute poll question. If I'm being you, honest, you crushed it, buddy. <laughs> I just say, oh, we need a poll. Quran, uh, let, let's get to anyone else here. We'll get this, uh, get the logo up here. You talk about DoorDash for a second, then I want to get to Quran's question about Ratu here. Okay, time for anyone else. Brought to you by. DoorDash, it's our listeners' Ding chance dong. to get involved and hit us up in the YouTube live chat. And it's also our listeners' chance to get 25% off and zero delivery fees on their first order of $15 or more when they use code NATION25. That's all capital letters and the number 25. Where's the 25% there? off, up to $10 in value, and zero delivery fees on your first order oh, with code NATION25. Offer gone. valid in Canada, subject change. Terms apply. You know how to make any of these when I'm gone? I, I know how to make these, and I think they're going to look a little different. I'm not trying to rip you or anything, but, like, dude, this is, this, there's, like, five different colors in that. Six. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. There are ten different colors in that graphic. Oh, what? So you want everything blending in together so the anyone else disappears into the backdrop? I don't, what I are don't, you talking about? I don't know, man. I just I think ten is too many. Like, don't you think ten is a little extreme? Hey, I'm not the one who changed the logo. <laughs> okay. I had a That's red fair. and black That's red and yellow yeah, logo. Right. That's so don't throw those three colors on me with this green and blue stuff. Don't okay? put that evil on don't, me, Ricky. That's Bobby. not me. That's okay. not me. Uh, anyone else uh, get into the chat let's start with Karan who had a good one is Ratu known for his defensive game just don't see the comparison right now with these two way forwards I I think what's interesting about Ratu is he wasn't known for it in Finland but he's come over here and it's been a very focal point of how they want to develop this guy this is the way that Ratu needs to be developed they're not developing him to be a top six center who scores they're changing his game into being a guy who and, and here's the thing I've talked about this in the past with Ratu a lot as well I think the thing that I like about Ratu is he's such a good forechecker, and he's good with the stick. He's good at he's good at forcing pressure. He's more physical than you think. I think that's what's going to surprise a lot of people. Like some people just think of these Europeans as a little bit not quite as tough, right? These Finns are these Finns, man. The Finnish folk they're tough, okay. 
And that's the way, you, when you watch the Finnish J20 League and you watch the Swedish J20 League, the Finns, they're tough. They can hit, they can throw the body around, they're willing to throw it around uh, and play stronger defense. I, I think Ratu is going to be the guy who develops into maybe not the 3C, but maybe. Like he, I think he can have some more upside than like a Pew Suter in a couple of years. So if Pew mm. Suter is on your fourth line as your center, Ratu's coming in as your third line because he has a little bit more offense, Canucks bottom six. Everything's coming together, man. Everything's coming up Canucks right now. RD2564 in our YouTube live chat said, Can Aturatu be better than Pius Suter? Absolutely. Yep. Yeah, I think Pius Suter is... I, man, I really think that... like It's it's too bad that Suter hasn't gotten a, like gotten much on the score sheet just yet up to this point in the season. Like I think it is... He would be... People would be looking at him a lot different if he was able to actually kind of pick up a little bit of offense here. And I know it's been a, a tough start for him. He's pointless through six games. Mm-hmm. But that's the thing. Pointless isn't the right word. He's without a point. Because I really think he makes a good impact with the puck possession, like turning over pucks, being in the right spot. And I said this earlier in the earlier show, and the more games I watch, the more I see this. I don't know how this dude's so strong with just one hand on the stick. Mm-hmm. Like he stops pucks and he's able to move them with just like one hand on the stick. Like he's, I, I think that, he would be such a good fourth-line center for a team. And right now he's in a third-line role. He hasn't really brought any of that offense, so that's kind of the unfortunate thing is because he's playing on the third line, you'd like to see a little bit more offense, I guess. But yep. right now you're, you're liking what he's doing, at least defensively. I, I think he's been excellent, and he's the uh, the only uh, forward on, on the Canucks, the only center on the team with, uh, with a higher than 50% face-off rating right now at 58.5%. Peaked in the YouTube live chat says, how do you guys feel about ticket prices this year if you've seen them? Very tempting, but still quite expensive. $50 consistently for the upper bowl. The last time I bought tickets, I was a university student. Like it was, I think the last time I bought a ticket to a Canucks game, it was four years ago. Mm -hmm. And I got the student rush ticket and i think they you, still do that but they do yeah i, I was just about to say i've heard from student, some people on the student rush are saying it's a steal right now to the get it on Friday. student rush was like i was getting tickets for ten dollars oh, and then it was wow. like upgrade for 20 so i was in the lower bowl for 30 dollars like good seats for like 30 40 bucks now the team sucked at that time but this was this was like 2018 19 and 2019 20 so there was still something to watch like mm-hmm. the team was okay back then now, 2018-19 was the year that I did this, but I I was okay paying those prices. But yeah, like fifty dollars for Upper Bowl. I I again, I'm not the right person to comment on it because I, I I just wouldn't pay that right now. Um, but yeah, like I don't know. I how do you how do I feel about ticket prices? I don't know. Are the fans happy? I don't know if I would have bought them as a university student. I, I just you know that's the thing. Like I, not to like like we just we go as press and we don't. Uh, pay for tickets like and, and i don't really like i don't know so many people that are buying tickets that much right now so i'm like i'm actually curious what the ticket yeah look it up what's uh, the cost I, I know the building student, on friday the student prices are about you can get in the building for 60 bucks here um on friday a little steep i think really i think i mean so. it's a friday i think like the tuesday game will be interesting like the tuesday you can get in a lot cheaper than you can get in for like 40 45 bucks i mean in edmonton they're now trying to pay people to go to the games yeah it's like they're the same as grand prairie rent they'll pay you to stay <laughs> it's uh it's tough over there. They're Heritage Classic tickets and all that stuff. Good luck with that. Everybody that bought their McDavid Heritage Classic jerseys. Make sure the show's playing over in uh, the Oilers Nation studio, yeah, Aaron. Broadcast. Just like, play it right in the big TV in the middle of the office there. Oh, hey, 
You just wait. Okay, you just wait. I'm keeping receipts from everybody in this chat. That's fair. I'm definitely keeping Quad's receipts. Favor, <laughs> you're fair because you're, you're leaving, so yeah. you can be off the hook for a bit. That's fair. But God damn, do the Oilers catch strays on this show. Aaron, how long did it take for uh, my artwork to be taken down in the office? I put up 8-1, to one, uh, the score. It, green I crayon. Oh, okay. I took it down myself. So Let's okay. get to this Thank question. I kept your drawing of the Canucks Convo logo, though. Thank it's you. In the other room. Yeah, I Corey's, appreciate that. Corey's got a good point. You're out to lunch quads. At WHL games, they cost 30 bucks to get into. I don't know. I go to, I go to for BCHL games for like $10. Yeah, but uh, last time I went to a BCHL game with you, they didn't even have freaking hot dogs. Well, we got in for free that game too. Yeah, but they didn't even have hot dogs in the concession. I said, what do you have? They said, WHL games cost 30 bucks. Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. So, you're not. So, what do you think you're getting into a WHL? I don't know. I ten I, bucks? No chance. No. Like Abbotsford, would, you can go to Abbotsford for twenty. Think bucks. about it this way, Chris. Yeah. WHL games. They are targeting families, mm-hmm. right? And I'm not trying to blast the WHL. Go, go support yeah. your junior hockey team. Yeah. Like, go support your local junior hockey team. You they absolutely the need here. it. But Florida Rockets. Good think spot. about what this costs when everything is very expensive right now in Canada. Mm-hmm. Think of how expensive life, everyday life, has gotten for a family of four. Living in Langley, living in the valley. Right. Think of how expensive life has gotten for that family. You want to take both your kids, your partner to the game, and 30 bucks a pop? Yeah. 60, 90, 120 just for the tickets. What, 20 bucks for parking? 10, I don't know. I don't know Free the cost. Free parking at the LEC. Great. 120 is what we're still at, okay? Yeah. You want food? Yeah. All of a sudden, you're looking at a night for the four of you, looking at like. You know, two hundred plus. You're touching yeah. two hundred plus. Yeah, and that's supposed to be like a nice local thing, man. When I I've told this on the show before, when I was a kid, my mom used to give me ten bucks, and uh, and I was go- and she dropped me off at uh, Frank Crane Arena. I would be watching an Animal Clippers game against the Port Alberni Bulldogs or the Victoria Salsa. They'd be coming up, the one of the best jerseys of all time. Mm-hmm. My mom would drop me off at about the game was normally seven oh seven. Matt Irwin typically in the lineup for the Animal Clippers back then. She dropped me off at ten dollars. And uh, I don't know. I don't know if it's like, is it the price of events going too high? Like, is that? I don't think. I think, I think it's just everything. Too in, high. I think, I think everything too outside expensive. of it's too high. I'm just trying to like put do the math. It's here like people were trying to figure out why the Jets didn't sell out their thing, like right. their home. Hey, it's opener. hard to and do. Yeah, it's hard. Like life is difficult right now. And I don't really know the answer because it's not like the Canucks are going to make tickets for twenty bucks, right? Like, are they? Is that the answer? No, I'm not even saying the Canucks. But look, what what's the price of an Abbotsford Canucks ticket? Twenty bucks. There you go. So are you telling me that it costs more to go to a Vancouver Giants game than an Abbotsford Canucks Mm. game? Because I think one thing, and they've done a lot right out in Abbotsford. Bugs Cheese says uh, Penticton V's tickets. And I I tell you what, you go to Penticton V's game, that's about as close as you can get to an NHL arena in that place. I mean, you're going to see NHLers in the building because all their kids are playing for the V's. And it's $19 a ticket for adults, $17 for seniors, and local kids and students 18 and under. Free. Exactly. That. And Bugs that's how Cheese the BCHL that the does chat. it. Thank you, Bugs Cheese. Yep. That's how the BCHL <laughs> and great does it. Username. What the hell? Yeah. That's awesome. That's... Yeah. I like that. Yeah. I don't know. I just, I think, I think 30 bucks for a WHL ticket is too much. I'm with you there. And I, I, sorry, I wouldn't pay 60 to go watch an NHL game. I wouldn't. I don't know. I think on a Friday or Saturday, I, I get what you're saying. It's different. Again, family of four, Chris. Yeah. I wouldn't be going to 41 game. I think that would be hard, but, uh, I just think the end. You think going to forty one might be hard. I went to forty last year. I know, but okay. Anyways, I went to forty last year. I what would that cost? But like, man, I don't know. I still think that uh, you know you get to see the, the stars that you love and, and all these Canucks that you love watching, like Elias Patterson, Quinn Hughes, all that stuff, right? Like you get to. I know it's it's a 
pretty pre- penny, but like the experience is also great. I still like as, as a kid, I still remember like coming over from the island and watching the the Todd Bertuzzi hat trick game that I saw and, and things like that. So I guess you, you hope the Canucks have a good game after you you buck up for to go watch them and stuff like that. But I don't think the prices are too bad at all. I don't think it's too bad. Okay, I think that I think the WHL is more the problem here in the end. I think I think you're onto something. Here. Are they really thirty dollars? Thirty dollars club seats for Rockets is thirty three. Says Corey. Well, that's not as bad. Let's, I mean, wait, we were talking about the Giants, so I guess I don't know. Anyways, let's move on. Yeah, let's go. Uh, Betway. No, 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 not okay. Betway. Yet. You got another. You got another read here. What? Okay. Prospects. Come on, four wins. Let's go. Babers prospect corner. Got to find a new name for that segment. Yeah, you got to to. You can keep it if you want. It can Favors be, Prospect the, Corner. And it's the, just... the Chris Favor Memorial Prospects Corner? <laughs> is that what they call the Save on Foods Memorial? Why? Like, I, that, don't I don't understand start. that because Save on Foods is still alive and well, isn't it? <laughs> but it's, why is it a memorial? Shouldn't, isn't that when it's like in, in memorial? In memoriam of something? The Chris Faber Memorial Prospects Corner. I Prospects like that. Corner. Brought to you by Four Winds Brewing. Oh, four Jimmy wins. Grimmie, Twenty four ounce craft beer for twenty two bucks. Four wins is not the at home four wins, baby. Of the easy drinking, crisp and clean Four Winds Lager, perfect for before, after, or during the game. Mm. Make sure you ask about the Four Winds Light Lager at your local liquor store, or have some 4%. delivered to your front door through the online shop at Four Winds Brewing. dot ca. Find Jimmy folks Grimmie over knows. in Delta there. Jimmy Grimmy knows in the chat about the Four Winds. Yep, they got their tap room out in Delta, yep. located at 72nd and River Road. Yeah, prospects uh, wrap up. Uh, so I watched a couple games today. Lucas Forsell and Jonathan Lekkeramaki. I uh, watched both of them today. Lekkeramaki didn't do too too much today. Uh, Lucas Forsell was moved up to the third line, which is good to see. That, that's on the SHL leading Fogestad, uh club. And uh, he's moved up to the third line playing right wing for them, Lucas Forsell. I tell you, you watch this Lucas Forsell kid, man. I'm a... Uh, yeah. You guys better do talk on prospects, man. You better have some prospect guys on this show when I'm gone. Talk about Luke's for sale, okay? We will. I've told you we will. Yeah. I hope that your new co-host that comes in is on their phone a whole bunch and eating chips in the studio and showing and looking at their dog and not listening. I hope they have I a dog they, yeah. that everybody wants to see. Like four, I it's going to be four minutes straight of the podcast. You guys be like, oh, look, he's licking his nuts. Oh, <laughs> Cute. <laughs> oh, Ridiculous. Geez. All right. Um, so, yeah, Lucas Forsell was uh, great. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, Lucas. No, he, he played. Uh, I think he, he got his, like, his minutes went up a little bit from getting that third line role. Didn't do much. Uh, and Lucas Forsell, a little bit quieter night for him. I, I got the notification, too, because I got my, like, I got all my Swedish apps and, you know, these things. I'm learning how to understand them a little bit now. But uh, I get the notification. Look, Aramaki, goal. I'm looking up, and then I see a goal. I'm like, that wasn't Lecare Mac. No, like because I did it first because I normally get the update first, so then I'm like, okay, I got to start recording. Like, or I mean, uh, just you know, the way I get my videos, I'm not gonna. Say, <laughs> never mind. Uh, so I get the video up, and then, um, but I get the thing. I start uh, recording. Send the tweet. I'm like, there's Lecare Mac. Is the goal? Then I wait. I'm like, mm, that's not Lecare Mac. You delete that tweet. So sorry if anybody saw that. I, I, I thought about. This. Does anyone have like? You think anyone has tweet notifications for you on? I thought you did. Did you turn them off? I have, I have actually, yeah, I do. I have your tweet notification. I'll turn that off quickly. <laughs> I turned off Twitter notifications. Well, I don't tweet. In general, yes. I made the mistake of tweeting this morning and had to explain a very simple joke to everybody. Mm-hmm. So that was just, I lose, I lose more and more faith yeah. in the general public every day. 
Anyways. <laughs> Anyways. Quote thanks, of the show. Thanks to the big group of general public watching the show today. Well, I like the listeners. Yeah, they're not the general public. No, folks. no, of course not. Um, I think you have another read. <laughs> no, I don't. You got Betway. Uh, yeah, that's what I'm talking about here. That's what I'm saying. Well, you uh, got Betway, 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 Betway. Here we go. Uh, Betway, better the day. We got some hockey going on tonight again. Some more hockey games. I'm actually going to enjoy tonight's night. I'm not doing any work for you. Clocking out. I'm going to... Go what watch. I'm going to watch this game, the St. Louis Blues and the Calgary Flames. I'm going to watch them tonight. I want to see the Blues before they come into town tomorrow, and then I can talk about it on the show tomorrow. So you watch your mouth because I'm doing work to- tonight, but I'm just watching Calgary play, uh, so I can know what I'm talking about tomorrow. Watch this Blues. Team that is the bit. most. That is the most generous use of the word work ever. You can have the night off. You don't need to watch Calgary. There you go. No, I'll, I like to put in a little bit yeah. of overtime. So <laughs> yeah, I'll, overtime. Uh, I'll okay. watch the hockey game <laughs> for Let's overtime. Go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Jacob so Markstrom over 25.5 uh, total saves in this game. Plus 120. I don't know. That feels pretty good, right? Like, the team needs, uh, what, to get 29 shots, right? And he stops three or four of them. I like to bet. I like it too. Betway, 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 ten dollar bet. That'll return you twenty two over uh they're the good folks at Betway. You gotta be nineteen plus to play. Bet the responsible way. Betway, Betway, Betway. Okay. We'll close it up there. Yeah, tomorrow mm. um is an exciting day. So I think I can talk about my future um tomorrow. On the show. Nice. On Friday, I think I said I told people that on the show we do that. So um yeah. Hope so. And it's also exciting because there's only six of these left. And then I can watch the train fall off the... No, I'm just kidding. You guys are going to do a good job. What are you going to announce what's coming up next on the show? Anything? I'm going to let you have your time, and then we'll do it. You don't know what's I think it'd be on. kind of disrespectful. <laughs> well, no, just you know we have a plan. <laughs> I know. I, I think know. it would be very disrespectful if you announced it. I'm like, all right, everybody, here's everything that we're doing to replace Faber. But mm. there's a reason I'm quite relaxed because... You know we're in a good spot. I've talked to you about it. We're in a good spot at Canucks Army, in a good spot at Canucks Convo. You will be missed, but, like, the lights aren't shutting off. (laughs) Not much, apparently. And, man, what a week today for this week uh, on the cards. A Teddy Bluger and a Quinn Hughes rookie card. And a Mark Stone. And a Mark Stone. And Antoine Roussel. Antoine Roussel, one of the best. Play me. One of the best. Play me. You spoke French to him, right? That was Mm -hmm. the guy? I'm working on the Swedish here, but... I love We're that. Running out of time. Yeah. <laughs> okay, to, yeah, we got to tell up. you the Swedish said it was going to teach me in sixty days. I'm telling you, I'm like, I'm twelve days in right now, and I can barely put a sentence together. And oh, every time I do, we almost forgot. Sorry, sorry. What's that? It's Aaron's last day. Is it? Yes, it I is. thought Aaron was still going with us. No, Aaron's done. After Aaron, bring yourself in. Um, this is. Sorry, oh, yeah. we had the announcement yesterday, and we were like, "Yeah, we Aaron's totally <laughs> forgot Aaron's also leaving. Aaron's just—I mean, Aaron's not leaving the company. Aaron's what a just couple switching. of days for folks here. Aaron is switching to more uh, Oilers stuff. He's got enough on his plate as it is. Oh, poor so, guy. Yeah, Aaron does a lot of really good work behind the scenes. We like to joke around a lot, but Aaron really does help keep the lights on. Uh, helps keep our heads on straight. Aaron is very good. Has been very, very good for the show. Aaron, we are going to miss you again. Not to not to water on it. We have a new producer ready to go. We're not announcing who it is yet, but we're he's feeling very cool right now. <laughs> we're, yeah, he's watching, but we're not going to announce that just yet. Um, again, feeling very confident tomorrow, about the replacement. Well, tomorrow will be my last show. Yes. Oh yeah, that's right. Here tomorrow. Um, yeah, I love all of you. You guys are the best. It's really 
kind of sucks that Faber's breaking up with you and then I'm breaking up with you the next day. It's Happens. not you, it's us. Yeah. <laughs> I swear. Yep. But uh, I love it. I love doing the show. I love both of you guys. I sit back here and just giggle, giggle, giggle the entire time. I love the chirps from quads. I love it all. I love the chirps from the chat. I'll miss all you guys. But quads, we said, every time you play the Oilers, yeah. Yeah. I will be sure to hop on and give my opinion, give some takes, and a couple Betway bets. Also, Leon Dreisaitl tonight. Oh, Aaron, uh, let people know as well, just because I know we do have some crossover once in a while. So pregame with Borzi is going to be a thing that's going to be going on all season long until you can't take it anymore. But uh, right now you're planning on going all season long. What else uh, What else do you do with uh, the Nation Network, folks? Because I, so, I, I want to make sure that people know that we're not like just leaving you on the side of the street here. You do a lot of other things <laughs> that, that people probably don't know about. I, I, I do enough. You could say that. So I produce Leafs Morning Take every day with Nick Alberga and Jay Rosehill. And I will say I like doing the Canuck show more than the Leafs show. I think we as fans can all, you know, go together to hate on the Leafs. I think that's something everybody shares. So I do that. I do all their clips and everything, too. I produce Oilers Nation every day with Tyler Uremchuk. Then I do this show. Then I now, for this season, I'm hosting pre-gaming with Boardsy. Mm -hmm. So every Oilers game, we go live for an hour up to puck drop. And I host Oilers Nation After Dark, where I've been calling Oilers Nation after a loss recently. Would like to talk about a couple wins. But yeah, if you miss me, hey, come come hop in the chat. I'll recognize your names. Mm -hmm. I'll give you a shout out. I love each and every one of you. I really do. You guys are the best. Canucks fans, I love you guys and kind of want to go out to Vancouver. Catch a game, maybe watch quads drink two rum and cokes. Yeah, yeah, then fall over. <laughs> <laughs> Aaron, Chad is wishing you well. Obviously, we yeah. wish you well as well. Your last day is tomorrow, so we have one more day with you. One it's last like, ride with the crew. I feel bad for the chat because it's like uh, like when my parents got divorced, I was excited about like two Christmases. But here, it's just like you're not getting any Christmases out of this break. <laughs> like, this is just this is not well, what you're getting. Here's the all. thing. Here's the thing. <laughs> like, okay? People are hoping for three Christmases. They got to be Oilers fans and Canucks fans. Here's the thing. I, I I've tried to keep everything quiet because I don't want to trump on your parade that you've got going on. So I will tell people the general plan is that. Aaron's last show will be tomorrow. That's our final show with the three of us. Next week, you're still here all week. Our new producer is going to be introduced on Monday, it seems like. Okay. And we're going to have a new producer next week, so you'll be there for that. I'll be here. And we're also going to have the third co-host come in. There's going to be at least one show where we introduce that co-host because you already know who it is. You've signed off on it. You, We both feel really confident about who's replacing you. Oh, yeah. Um, and he will be in next week, so... We're going to, yeah, imagine it's not just going to be a, Imagine the new co-host was me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Glass shatters, stone that. cold hits. Like the, the camera just moves from the left side over to the right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Canucks man. Yeah. You did a good job closing out the other day. That was enough for quads. Just be like, yeah, screw it, bring in Aaron. <laughs> That's what he's doing. Uh, hey, and I just want to say your new producer is going to be an absolute stud. He's a huge beauty. Great guy. Mm -hmm. You'll get to meet him. He's a good guy, and he loves the Canucks, so. I sometimes sit here in spite of the Canucks, but I do like our little, a little rivalry we got going on. So yeah, we're gonna we we're gonna continue that in the coming months. Absolutely, go we get, Okay, we got to close it out now. Uh, for my co-host Chris Faber and our technical producer Aaron Bordado, my name is Dave Quadrelli. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Canucks Conversation. See y'all tomorrow. Canucks Conversation with Quads and Faber. New episodes every weekday, one thirty across the board, except for Wednesdays. One o'clock. We'll see you there live on the Canucks Army YouTube channel. For more information, 
visit CanucksArmy.com. How about keep it to a thank you, Jim?